Through their investment in the corn checkoff, Minnesota's corn growers are fueling research that builds a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. Each month, we will be speaking with the researchers who are leading the projects helping farmers become better stewards of the land and developing new markets that increase profitability. Today, we are talking with Ian Tonks, chemistry professor at the University of Minnesota. Ian, tell us about the research that you're doing at the Center for Sustainable Polymers related to corn-based plastics. Here at the University of Minnesota, we're really interested in taking a look at chemistry all the way from the fundamental discoveries uh, to practical technologies uh, for bio-based products derived from corn. Uh, so my research group in particular is, fu- is focused on the fundamental side. So we're tools builders. And we're really interested in designing new metal-based catalysts that we can use to take bio-derived feedstocks you know, so molecules from corn, lactic acid, cumeric acid, and related ones, find new ways to turn those into value-added products. And polymers are a really big uh, aspect of that. The products that you see the potential in, um, what are they? Uh, maybe a time frame as far as where you're at now and, and where you'd like to be uh, to, to maybe get something that's commercially available. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot to that. So kind of pick where you want to leap off from. I think the technologies that we're developing really run the spectrum in terms of the timeline to market. So we have a couple of things that I think are are relatively close. So uh, my colleague Mark Hillmeyer and I have uh, filed a patent based on some research that's been funded uh, by the Minnesota Corn Growers Association, where we've actually found a new way to take lactic acid and turn it into acrylates, which are the um, base feedstock used to make acrylic acid polymers, uh, which are used in diapers. So that's already patented and, and, and on the way. So we're looking at, for companies to, to kind of grab onto that one. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, so like I said, we're designing tools. So just really starting at the very fundamental base. So how can we actually manipulate the chemicals that are in corn-based plants into chemicals that we're going to find useful for the market later on? And so that's very blue skies. And then you know, that's on the, the decade-plus timescale there. A couple of different perspectives here. Let's start on the corn grower side. And, and for farmers mm-hmm. who are, are producing corn, they're always looking and hoping for new markets. And so let's speak to that a little bit here, the potential for agriculture here as you find new uses. I think that agriculture plays a really big role in this. And so you know, we're on the same page, I think, in terms of trying to find new markets for uh, bio-based materials. So you, there are some existing markets out there. So polylactic acid and fermentation of corn has been around for quite some time now. But I think that there's a lot of other opportunities, especially as we move into kind of fine chemical production. So you, you think of polylactic acid, and that's very much done at the, at the commodity scale. But there's also a lot of really interesting molecules that are accessible uh, in corn and other agro products that we can take and make fine chemicals out of. So are there going to be markets available for pharmaceuticals where we start with corn-based materials and then eventually turn that into drugs? And I think that those are going to be ones that are emerging over the next 10 to 20 years because, frankly, they have higher margins. And so they're not going to be at the whims of the commodities market as much. To build off of that, the, the other perspective that I'd like to hear your thoughts on here, the, the end user, but, but maybe even just more broadly, consumers who are concerned about the environment, they want to know more about where the products, the foods that they purchase come from, things like that. I would imagine that that, that really plays into the research that you're doing too. Public perceptions is incredibly important. And we've seen a big change over the past decade or so 
where, like you mentioned, consumers, they really want to know where stuff is coming from and also where it's going to go. And I think uh, for us, we're interested in both sides of that equation. So we're interested in trying to find uh, new chemical feedstocks that are renewable, right? So most of our chemical feedstocks currently come from petroleum, which is not uh, a long-term sustainable resource. And then also on the back end, being able to recycle these things is becoming more and more important. Over the past five years or so, there's been a lot of attention paid to the ocean plastic problem, right? So there's this giant uh, garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean filled with plastic. And anything that we can do to minimize our footprint uh, is going to be important going forward. And that right there was something I'd hope we'd discuss a little bit because I've I've heard that that narrative around plastics and the idea of bio-based plastics and essentially derived from corn, its ability to break down and, and not have the, the negative environmental impact that, that petroleum-based plastics would. I, I'm sure there's a ton of interest there, and, and maybe we're still a long ways out from, from really fully understanding the breakdown potential and, and the, the environmental footprint that's left. There's a lot of different bio-based plastics that are starting to emerge, not only on the research side, but also on the commercial side. You know, So polylactic acid is now a commercial product that you can purchase. And there's a lot of factors that, that I think influence whether or not something is going to be ultimately degradable, uh, what the footprint is going to look like. And that's the type of research that we're really focused on uh, here at the University of Minnesota, is trying to understand the entire life cycle, you know, all the way from making the plastics in the first place through, through uh, recycling and reusing them and also looking at how they degrade. And so, you know, what's on the market right now, uh, so polylactic acid, is the big one. And it has some really great properties, but it's not really a polymer or plastic that we can use for every situation. And so trying to find alternatives that have different sorts of mechanical properties that can be used in different environments is a really big focus of ours. Ian, the last thing that I have for you, uh, as you said earlier, you're you're kind of uh, one of those tool makers that you uh, are, are really trying to to take this research, make it applicable uh, so that, that people have tools that they can use and, and the functionality of that. It has to be um, encouraging to you to know that if you're using corn as an example, that we have an abundant supply. It's a reliable supply here in the U.S. And for uh, U.S. consumers, they know that uh, these products that are being developed are, are homegrown. Oh, absolutely. You know, And I think that this kind of goes into our mission at the University of Minnesota as a land-grant institution. So, you know, our job here at the university is to do research that benefits the state of Minnesota uh, and the people that live here and work here. And so I think that this all fits together really beautifully. So, you know, we're doing research using a feedstock that's abundantly available in the state, like you mentioned, that's cheap, that's potentially renewable, um, and also potentially recyclable at the end of the day, right? So I think for us, it, it checks a lot of boxes not only uh, from the perspective of sustainability, but also stewardship for the state. Anything else about your research, Ian, that you want to make sure we talk about today? We've been really lucky to be able to partner with the Minnesota Corn Growers Association um, over the past four years. So this, this is a partnership that I think has been built on a lot of trust that we're going to come out and, and take fundamental research and eventually apply it uh, in a way that is going to be uh, useful to not only the corn growers, but the state of Minnesota. So it requires a very long-term vision, and we've been lucky that uh, the Minnesota corn growers have, have been willing to, uh, to look at that. So this support allows us to fund mostly uh, our own graduate students doing these projects. So, you know, we're turning out research products, um, but we're also teaching students along the way. Um, and so that's the other really big product that we're turning out is scientists who have an appreciation for sustainability, 
um, and also the connection between the university and the people that, that work in the state and the farmers. And so it's been a really great partnership, and we're hoping to continue that in the future. To learn more about that project and more, visit mncorn.org.